This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Yesterday, something happened at Big League Baseball that I didn't think was possible without Greg Maddox on the mound. We had a baseball game that was played in under two hours, uh, although we did have one last year as well. Um, in June, Cardinals Brewers or something like that, uh, with a with a one nothing final score, a minute fifty four. But last night, uh, Sandy Alcantara of the Miami Marlins tossed a three hit shutout, winning one nothing in one fifty seven. I mean that is just that is speedy. If if that happened in Los Angeles, people would be arriving in like the seventh inning. Elliot Johnson, our favorite former big leaguer. What was the have you ever been involved in a game that quick at the big league level? No. No, not even close. I mean, things are so much different now. There's so much more sense of urgency, you know, and nobody wants to get Manny Machado'd. So <laughs> I think everybody understands the rules and they're going to take it seriously out of he got tossed because he wasn't he argued not being in the box right is that that's why he got uh got thrown out of the game right uh, he was he had called time right and uh not granted time and so he 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 was embarrassed and you know I, I think if i'm him i'm pretty pissed and i wanted to make sure look if i'm allotted one time and i did it before the time then culpa's got to give it to him you know but culpa and uh, a lot of the umpires, of course, um, I'm sure that Manfred has made it abundantly clear that, that this is a priority. And so they're going to enforce it and make sure that things are moving along rather than, you know, siding with somebody that slows things down. I would like I'd, I would like to see the game, the rules be strictly enforced now. And then maybe as the season wears on, you can tweak a little bit or relax a little bit, give some leeway. Um the, I never thought the pitch clock would work. I never thought the pitch clock would make a noticeable difference. Opening day, the median game time, two hours and 38 minutes. The median. The average was 245. Yesterday, 14 games were played in the big leagues. The average game time was 233. Now, like I don't know how people process it. I think it's more about pace of the game as opposed to the time of the game. But... That pace has to be good if the time is that. What have what has been your impression so far? Well, I've been on this show with you, Adam, when you've asked me in the past, and I'm like, look, this is not going to generate interest with the next generation. I mean, you know, they, they've got everything they could ever want in their phones now, right? And right. you remember like, growing up where, you know, you'd have to watch it on WGN or, <laughs> or whatever the case was, right? Like I used to listen to Ron Sano and um, – on the radio with uh, Pat, I can't think of his name now, uh, but we used to listen to him on the radio in the car. If we were on, if we were at home, we would watch WGN with Steve Stone and Harry Carey. And uh, if we were lucky, we got to go to the game, right? Yeah. But oh, I mean, you can check your scores anytime, anywhere, anything. And so I think it's just a different world. But I, if I was playing, I would hate it. But now that I'm on this side, I love the pace. I enjoy it. I think there's less wasted time less thinking more reaction and uh, i think it's made the game a whole lot more fun to watch i'll yeah. say that and i think that is that is sort of the point that's what they were trying to do um i so far i mean it's such a small sample size but stolen bases are way up to me it's the most exciting thing that can happen in baseball 
without a ball being put in play. Maybe we'll get the hit and run back. Just uh, add, like, kind of inject athleticism back into the game. Not that there is there, there aren't great athletes playing, but it used to be it's evolved into a game where everybody just had to slug home runs. And now they're encouraging the the speed of, of the game, which I think is a beautiful part of it. Well, the rule, and there's probably going to be some changes to the rule on only throwing over twice. So it's having the impact they want, right? But it's also changing the strategy for pitchers. And, you know, and, and again, I, I don't, I really don't like that there's a restriction that pitchers can't throw over. I understand in the spirit of trying to speed things along, we don't like it. I, th- I think the things you can remove are the the unnecessary mound visits. I like getting rid of those things. Yeah. Um, I think you need to be more proactive with your bullpen. I think that's a strategy thing for the managers and pitching coaches. But, you know, th- those things need to go away. The, the in-between inning pitching changes multiple is just awful, Adam. But restricting guys to only throw over twice, and now you have like a get-out-of-jail-free card to start just running. I don't, I, you know, I, it's hard for me to get on board with that because, like, the days of Ricky Henderson, Vince Coleman – you know, they're still in 100 bases because, you know, slide steps weren't really in practice yet. And so we had to you had to make adjustments and now the slide steps are everywhere. But you, even if you have a slide step, if I'm running before you basically have gone home, you know, good luck catching anybody. Oh, you know, and, and they're not. And I, and I think they're using the rule to their advantage. Uh, the pitchers really you can't hold the ball because if you hold the ball, all of a sudden the 20 seconds is up and now now it's ball one or whatever it is. So. Uh, it really has. The longer you wait, the more the runners are just going to go. And then if you've already thrown over twice, you can throw over a third time. But if you don't get the guy out, it's a balk, which, I mean, it, that that is what it is. But um, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the stolen base. And I think, it, like, so far this year, 84% success. And the, the analytics told us that if you weren't successful 80% of the time, that you shouldn't do it. And last year in big le- in the big leagues, base stealers were successful about seventy three percent of the time, seventy four percent of the time. Uh, so hey, I'm I'm in I'm all for the stolen base coming back. I just I just think it's it's a good part of the game. Maybe it'll bring back more manufacturing runs. And I will add this: we have had just five sacrifice bunts across the <laughs> entire league. Well, you could just steal bases now. You don't need to give up an out. And statistically speaking, (laughs) out like that actually hurts you in the long run. Like there's there's a time and a place for it. And I know that hurts, you know, some of the you know old school guys uh, that really enjoy the game or people that really enjoy the game. But you know, bunting, sack bunting, statistically just doesn't make any sense. Um, Stealing bases, you know, obviously if if you're successful above eighty percent of the time is a success. Here's something I'd like to say to. Um, the fan base, though, that, that are listening to this. You know, one of the things that really irks me is how somehow people want to give credit to Pudge Rodriguez or Yachty most recently. Don't run on Yachty. Right. It's, it's the best thing ever, Adam. I, I'll teach all of your listeners this. You never steal off the catcher, ever. The big league catchers are too good. You yeah. always steal off the pitcher. So if you're if you're a 1-5 to the dish, I'm safe. I don't care if you have a bazooka back there. You're not <laughs> Okay, it just is what it is. So you, you, everyone needs to stop with the old, you're not allowed to run. I mean, you know, I was one for one against Yachty because Randall Schwate was like a one-six to the ditch. It is what it is. You know, you're not going to catch anyone that's a base dealer if you're that slow to the plate. So everybody needs to get over that and just turn the page on 
running on catchers because nobody runs on catchers. You only steal off pitchers. I would argue that toward the end, you ran on Mike Piazza. <laughs> you could run on you could run on Mike Piazza. <laughs> That's bad. Got paid to hit home runs. Man. He did. He got paid to hit home runs, and I think he did a good job framing pitches, which I guess you're not you. Uh, I guess you'll you'll at some point not be allowed to do right because we'll, we are going to have we don't have the automatic we don't have the automated strike zone yet in the big leagues just in the minor leagues so but at some point we'll have it in the big leagues and framing pitches will be uh, a completely completely useful useless art. Uh, do you think the no shift has had any bearable impact? It seems like it has. Um, I, I think the thing that they're doing now is they're just completely abandoning the left fielder for lefties and uh, just shifting uh, the other outfielder in as the uh, rover, whatever you want to call them. So that's been interesting, but I think the biggest difference has been on righties because I remember us shifting, you know, to Shara and Bautista right. as much as we did and taking away those singles from them and how upset they'd get when we stole them <laughs> from them. So, I mean, it was, it was a mental advantage that we were putting out there on guys and we really just, just took away so many hits from those guys and really starts hurting their confidence. So, I think it's had an impact on that front, not as much on lefties, but probably more of an impact on righties so far. And the truth is, you can still shift; you just can't shift as a, you know as dramatically as they were doing it. Basically, putting three infield, put, putting the shortstop where the second baseman was, playing the second baseman in shallow right field. You looked like you were playing softball. Uh, but you could, when I was a kid growing up watching the game, the shortstop would just basically be behind second base. And you could do that now and play your second baseman as deep as you want. I mean, if well, you, had... you see cool black and whites of them shifting Ted Williams back at Fenway back in the day, yeah, you know, it's not like it hadn't been done. It just probably got overdone. And I think they're trying to get things back to a little bit more action. And if you know, if, if you're on base, that helps because now you could potentially steal second, steal third. The more action, the more watchable it is. The less people are looking at their phones, the more they're watching your product. You why why is Elliot Johnson anti phone? Just bashing phones here. Well, it's just, it's, <laughs> it is, but I mean, it, you know, you don't really get the opportunity. No. So like, up like I did, I watched Mark Grace do everything. Like I can still remember him um, using his, his cleats to smooth out at Wrigley Field, you know, any divots from base runners, you know, take his glove off, put it in his left hand, smooth out any divots over and over, over. I mean, you're not doing that now, you know, now you're going to your phone to go check out everything. So it's, it's just different. So I, I think I, I don't like giving Manfred any credit for anything. Of course, I'm with you. So far, these so far in the spirit of how he wants it done, things are going pretty well, all things considered. All right, final thing for Elliot Johnson: if the Mets stink, will owners decide that it's okay that he spends three hundred million dollars a year on a team that isn't good? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. No. So it's, it's, uh, they'll, they'll just make, again, it's, it's worse if you win, of course, but they, they don't like the fact that they 
aren't spending as much money to go out there to compete. And I think it just makes them look bad. I mean, the Pirates look worse and worse every single day. Yep. Uh, I, I think overall they're still going to try to find ways to prevent this type of spending from occurring. Um, the, the, obviously, the ramifications that they put forward, even calling it a Cohen rule, wasn't enough because he doesn't care. So they're going to have to get they're going to get more creative and they'll find other ways with the next CBA. You can guarantee it. He, he told them he didn't care. What? Why don't? Why didn't you listen to the man? He goes. They want to put it in a Steve Cohen rule. That's fine. I don't care. I mean, he said he said it out loud. That's fine. And, uh, whatever. If uh, if I think it'll make our team better, uh, then I'm happy to pay it. And the other thing is that we saw the Forbes list and all the teams in the top ten that aren't trying to win. Top ten of profits that aren't trying to win. We see you. So, and I keep hearing from. Oh, we need we need a salary cap. We need a salary cap. How about those teams take the $80 million in profits and put them back into the team on the field? Yeah, the Yankees are worth $7 billion plus. I mean, you could argue if they were going to sell it today, it wouldn't be for seven. It'd be more than 10. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. Put it, put, it, I mean, put it at auction. Go up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's not going to happen. But, I mean, so I, I, it would be wonderful if they were a little bit more transparent with how, how well they were doing. They're all doing fine, Adam. I can promise uh-huh. you that. They just not to spend. That's the problem. They don't. There's no incentive for those teams to win as long as they're turning a profit, because yep. it's a risk to try and win. The Reds have tried to win poorly, but they have tried to win and failed. So then all of a sudden, well, we tried it, and well, we can't do it. So we don't. So let's just not try and turn a profit. We who cares about our fans? The teams that are trying to win are caring about their fans. But you see, the the issue, the underlying issue, Adam, is the lack of pride. Okay, so like Cohen comes in, and he's like, look, you know, I don't really care. I want to win. You know, I, I've got money in the front end to make sure that we can restock our, our system and do whatever I've got to do to win sustainably. I get it. But, you know, when the Red, stock, Red Sox stink, I mean, that's – come on, guys. I mean, they, they can compete if they want to right. tomorrow. I don't. Not to. So it's, it, it's a little bit upsetting that they don't have more pride in what they're doing, that they don't want to be competitive because they choose not to, not because they can't, but because they don't want to. Oh, by the way, the uh, the Mets just signed Nolan Ryan to a uh, to a two year contract. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Elliot Johnson. I appreciate your time, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Pleasure as always. I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one on one time with teachers with class sizes like about 16 per teacher. You can really get that one on one help a lot of students need. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu.